Sweet love, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me on. Sweet love, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me on. Sweet love, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me on. Episode Willingness Extreme Podcast Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight for tonight's show. Um, and uh, as you guys guessed, it's just me tonight. Willie is, uh, you know, taking some time off, spending it with his family during the holiday season. And speaking of the holiday season, we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving with your loved ones last week on, um, you know, on uh, on Thursday. Um, you know, with your loved ones, and uh, I know I did, and I had it here at home, and, you know, just had good food and stuff, and it, it was just good to have, you know, family around, so, uh, we hope you guys had a great time tonight, I mean, uh, not tonight, but last week, and for tonight, we have a lot to get into, from top stories to, uh, recaps on soap operas of daytime this week, also, um, um, also a whole lot of our stuff too as well. If we can get to it. So uh, without any further ado, let's get right into our show tonight. Will it is extreme podcast in the spotlight, my spotlight for tonight's show for the 28th of Tuesday of 2023 uh, for this week. So let's get off with our top stories. And to start all off, uh, let's get into this first one. Uh, this one is called No Wednesday for Jenna Ortega. Halloween costume restrictions have been sacked after strikes. Posted uh, October 25th on Medium.com by Luke uh, Warburton. So, let's get to that one. 
says here, in the wake of General Ortega's meteoric rise to start of the fall with her portrayal of Wesley Adams in Tim Burton's hit Netflix series Wednesday, a peculiar restriction has emerged. General Ortega, who has become a household name with her portrayal of the iconic character, is facing limitations when it comes to dressing up as Wednesday Adams off-screen. The buzz around General Ortega's performance in Wednesday was undeniable. Her ability to capture the essence of her macabre character with dark humor and unique personality solidified her status as a rising star in the industry. The show's first season, directed by Tim Burton, not only showcased her acting talent, but also introduced her to a broader audience. Netflix announced a second season of Wednesday earlier this year, promising more adventures with Ortega, donning the iconic pigtails and black attire. However, as the costume department gears up for new looks to, for the character, Jenna has set an unexpected roadblock. Amidst the ongoing second after strikes, a new rule has been established that restricts Jenna from dressing up as Wednesday Adams, even for Halloween costumes. The Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Radio and Television Arts, SAG-AFTRA, decided to stand in solidarity with the Writers Guild of America, which has been on strike since May. This labor action has become the first dual work stoppage in Hollywood in 63 years, bringing film and television uh, production to a halt and incurring significant economic losses. In response to these strikes, SAG-AFTRA issued guidance for Halloween costumes. According to Skilp, the guidelines, uh, members are not allowed to dress as characters for produ productions involved the strike. Instead, they are encouraged to choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures. Furthermore, the union has instructed its members to not post photos of costumes on social media that are inspired by struck content. This means that actors and writers are associated with popular productions like Wednesday, Stranger Things, and The Last of Us are expected to celebrate Halloween in a strike-friendly manner this year. These rules are designed to show support for strike objectives as SAG after continues its negotiations with studios. Now, this was, you know, before I think, uh, I think this was before um, SAG after was able to get a new deal for, you know, um, a new deal for, uh, for, you know, for their union uh, along with the AMPTP. And I think the only issue with this is, you know, if someone wants to have a Halloween costume as Wesley Adams or, or let's say, as Tony Stark as Iron Man or Captain America, Chris Evans or whoever, that person should be able to have a costume for a costume and, you know, for Halloween. And should be able to dress up as whoever they want to. I feel that, I think, will will agree with me. I think that this kind of story shows why, you know, SAG-AFTRA, you know, and their rules can be sometimes BS when it comes to, you know, strikes or anything else because at the end of the day, it's not it's not like they're going to go to work or going to, you know, film on set or just go, or go uh, for, um, go for tables or whatever. But, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, I think we'll agree with me as well. I just think that we think that, you know, the humans are not being fair to Jared Ortega or any other actor or actress who wants to, you know, you know, be, for example, like for Jared Ortega, who wants to be Wednesday or, you know, or any other character. Because if that's the case, then, you know, does this also apply to writers as well? And also those who, uh, you know, behind the scenes when it comes to, uh, 
you know, backstage, you know, makeup crew or whatever. Um, you know, SAG after I do think needs to be more clear with that and at least try to uh, maybe kind of maybe bend the rule a little bit so that, you know, actors and actors can have fun for Halloween. Because if we have another SAG after strike or another writer strike, then, it, you know, for Halloween, you know, if the person can't uh, dress up as who they want to be, then what's the point, you know? So uh, we, really, we really think this is just some kind of pointless double, and it just shows how weak the unions have become, I think, especially during uh, the SAG after strike. So now that the strikes are now over for both the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild, you know, what's going to happen next? Who knows, but um, hopefully this will be, you know, taken care of. And, you know, if we have another strike, hopefully, you know, the actors and actresses can, you know, just have fun, have a good time, and be whoever they want to be, you know, you know, actor or not. But anyway, let's get to our next top story. And this one has gotten a lot of controversy. Um, and... Um, you know, Willie showed this to me today, and, you know, when I read it, I could not believe what I saw, and so let's, without any further ado, let's get right into it. This is from HuffPost on uh, Yahoo Entertainment. Matt Raz cringy attempt to hit on Zendaya makes rounds online resurface video, posted by Elaine C. Washell, Monday, November 27, 2023, at 12.25 p.m. Pacific Time. It says... Matt Rush's interaction with actress in Diane 2015 is drawing renewed criticism. A resurface clip of comedian Raph Fry trying to pick up the then 18 year old Zendaya is making the rounds on social media. The clip comes from a 2015 episode of MTV's Wanted Out, in which a group of comedians take turns trying to make the former Disney star laugh hard enough to spit out water she's holding in her mouth. The clip that's gained attention online includes Rush's return in which he decides to hit, to hit on the actor who later starred in the Spider-Man and Euphoria rather than coming with a joke. And uh, says here, quote, Look, you make, you're mixed, I want to be black, let's make a lot of star movie, right since there's a die a clip. A clip. When Zadaya failed to laugh, right decided to get way more aggressive. He walked towards Zadaya, grabbed her by the chair, and shouted, quote, spit that war out so I can get your number, please. Zendaya appears shocked and repulsed by Raph touching her face with the water still in her mouth and unable to speak. She raised her arm, pointed her index finger at Raph, and wagged it in the knowing gesture. Raph's fellow comedians lost to Zendaya's offense. First one. Keep your hands off her, man. One yelled at Raph. Don't be touching her like that. Another comedian snapped. In a retrospective video posted a few years after the episode, one of the comedians reflected on the situation by elaborating on how hard Raph bombed at the time. That was definitely a bomb, not only a bomb for the audience, but everybody at the cast was like, whoa, chill man. The unearthed clip comes in the wake of Rise's obvious original reaction to backlash received for opening his new Netflix special, quote, natural selection with a domestic abuse joke. It also seems to confirm race critics who say that the most offensive thing about to be a stated sense of humor is that he expects to taste audiences to feel to find it fresh. Um and so with that, uh, there's another top story tonight. And let me just say this. Um, do I like what my, Matt Rife did in the video when it comes to Zendaya? 
No, I do not. Um, I am someone that has not seen that much of Wild Now over the years when it first started. Um, but I have heard of the show that Nick Cannon does, <clears throat> that he does host. Uh, but, you know, what Matt Reif did was not right. I do think he went uh, too far. He was way too aggressive uh, when it comes to Zendaya. And she made a clear in that video that she was not really feeling it. So, um, you know, that really was not a good look on his part. And this is really coming off, like I said, you know, this is coming off um, the backup she's getting for his uh, new Netflix special, Natural Selection with a Domestic Abuse Joke. And, um, you know, my thing about it is if you are a comedian, if you're trying to be funny, it's it's best if you don't try to go that far and get be too funny and, and you know, be aggressive like how Matt Reif went, uh, to, went after, you know, Zendaya. It's not a good look for him. But here's also the thing as well. Um, in the wake of this such whole situation that he has going on right now when it comes to, um, you know, what he said in the Netflix special, Natural Selection, uh, it's never good to make a, a joke about uh, domestic abuse. And he has apologized for it. Uh, but, you know, and, you know, there are those who are, you know, calling on him to be canceled. And my thing about it is this. If you say something that's wrong, then it's best for you to apologize and move forward from it. Um, I don't agree with what he did. Uh, but I do think that, that because of what happened, not just because of also, not because of this, um, you know, this, you know, uh, this clip that we surfaced, but also what we happened in the Netflix special, I think he might get more popular, you know, and if people don't like him or just feel that, you know, who don't find him funny or just rather, you know, um, don't like what he's done, then here's what you guys need to do. Don't listen to what he has to say. Don't buy his his new Netflix special and make him feel the pain financially. And if he, if that happens and he gets the message, then he has to know that he needs to, you know, uh, not do it again, clean up his act, and at least be original and be funny. And that's the issue, I think, with uh, comedians. You know, I do think they try way too hard to be edgy or, or you know, be too rough and stuff. And so... Um, hopefully for Matt Reif, he does learn from this, but I do believe that, um, you know, this will make him more popular, uh, you know, and in the Wilding Out clip with Zendaya and Matt Reif, you know, I don't blame, you know, the comedians who came to Zendaya's defense, who said, keep your hands off her man, and don't be touching her like that, you know, it's never, never going to do that at all. So, um, hopefully... Uh, you know, hopefully uh, down the line, you know, th this does not happen again, and he learns and understands his lesson, but the thing about it as well is I think he's going to get more popular uh, because of not just uh, you know, the Netflix special, but also because of this as well, and other people are going to come to his defense, and that's, their, that's on them, whoever they are, you know, uh, I don't think it was going to be everybody because I'm not coming to his offense, but uh, it is what it is. And in society today, you know, uh, you know we're coming, uh, you know, in, in society today, it is, I don't think it's ever good to, if you're, even if you're a comedian or not, it's never good to 
be aggressive with someone, especially a female like Zendaya, and, you know, try to get your attention across because it just comes across cringy, fake, and phony. Now, I do not know Matt Reif all that well. I'm not even a big fan of his, you know, and I don't know that much about him until now. But hopefully he does learn a lesson from this, and uh, hopefully he uh, does not do it again. Now, let's go to our next top story. And this one is all about Mr. Cameron Matheson, uh, who signs a multi-picture deal with Great American Media. So, with that, guys, uh, let's get into uh, this one here, and let me just get the audio. Uh, let me just get the audio for uh, this story so you guys can hear it. Okay, so I have the audio right here, and uh, let's go right into it. Again, this is Karen Matheson signs a movie deal with Great American Family. Star Cameron Matheson has signed a multi-picture deal over several years with Great American Family, according to Deadline. Matheson has jumped back and forth between the two cable networks since former Hallmark Media CEO Bill Abbott launched Great American Family in 2021, but he has not appeared in a movie for that network since 2022. His new deal puts into question whether he'll be able to continue filming Hallmark's popular, Hannah Swenson, mystery movies with Alison Sweeney. Here's what you need to know, Cameron Matheson says he's grateful to be back at Great American Family, Matheson's deal, first announced via deadline on November 20, 2023, includes him starring in programs across Great American Media's portfolio of platforms, including Great American Family and Great American Faith Living, and its streaming service, Great American Pure Flix. Cameron Matheson is one of entertainment's most prolific and cherished stars and has a resume that is respected across the industry, Abbott told Deadline. Having collaborated with Cameron on many past projects, I am thrilled to welcome him home to Great American Media and look forward to working with him on content that our viewers will love for years to come. Matheson told the outlet, It is very important to me to create well-crafted, beautiful stories. 
I am grateful to be back at Great American Media and to collaborate with some of the best creative teams in entertainment to make heartwarming content everyone can enjoy. The actor, who also appears as Drew Kane on General Hospital, hinted at his upcoming deal with Great American Family on November 12, when he posted a photo with three former Hallmark stars he dubbed Three Queens of Christmas, Burr, McKellar and Lori Laughlin, who has not appeared on Hallmark since her 2019 arrest in the Operation Varsity Blues college admissions scandal. On October 29, Matheson also teased some upcoming projects he was excited about during an interview with Digital Journal. I have some fun things to announce soon, he said. I can't tell you what it is but I can say I'm hosting something that has been a blast. It will air next year and I'll be sure to let you know when I'm allowed to say. Cameron Matheson has jumped appeared on Hallmark and Great American Family since 2021 Abbott and Great American Family poached several Hallmark stars when the network first launched in 2021, including signing Candace Cameron Burr, Danica McKellar, Trevor Donovan, and Jen Lilly to multi-picture deals. That was the same year Matheson's long-running stint as co-host of Hallmark's Home Family talk show with Debbie Matinopoulos ended with the series' cancellation. He also reprised his role as Detective Mike Kingston that August in Sweet Revenge, a Hannah Swenson mystery, the popular mystery franchise starring Sweeney that hadn't featured a new movie since 2017. But during the 2021 holiday season, Matheson started working with Great American Family, too. He appeared in its 2021 holiday movie, A Kind-Hearted Christmas, and co-hosted a special with Matinopoulos called Great American Christmas. In 2022, Matheson teamed up with former Hallmark actress Jill Wagner for another holiday movie, The Christmas Farm. He also began hosting cooking and health segments called The Happy Life with Cameron Matheson for Great American Community, an app run by the network. In 2023, Matheson returned to Hallmark for two more highly anticipated Hannah Swenson movies, Carrot Cake Murder, in May and A Zest for Death, in October. It is not clear if Matheson's new deal will preclude him from starring in future Hannah Swenson mysteries. At the time of publication, Hallmark had not responded to Heavy's request for comment. And now let me play you, with you guys uh, the article from Deadline and what they have to say about this. Let me get the audio set up. My brother-in-law died suddenly, right. and now my...
So on here, guys, I'm just get the audio from uh, this article deadline that also talks about Cameron Matthews signing the multi-picture deal with Great American Media. Cameron Matheson signs multi-picture deal with Great American Media. Great American Media has signed soap star Cameron Matheson to a multi-picture deal over several years. Matheson, best known for his work on General Hospital and All My Children, will star in programs across Great American Media's portfolio of platforms including Great American Family and Great American Faith and Living, and its streaming service, Great American Pure Flicks. Matheson has also starred in dozens of made-for-television movies, including some for Great American Family like A Merry Christmas Wish and A Kind-Hearted Christmas. He also hosted on Good Morning America, Entertainment Tonight, and Home and Family. Cameron Matheson is one of entertainment's most prolific and cherished stars and has a resume that is respected across the industry, says Bill Abbott, president and CEO, Great American Media. Having collaborated with Cameron on many past projects, I am thrilled to welcome him home to Great American Media and look forward to working with him on content that our viewers will love for years to come. It is very important to me to create well-crafted, beautiful stories," added Matheson. I am grateful to be back at Great American Media and to collaborate with some of the best creative teams in entertainment to make heartwarming content everyone can enjoy. So there you go. Um, and yes, it is true. Ken Matheson has signed a multi-picture deal with Great American Media and, you know, I'm happy for him. Willie is happy for him. We're all happy for Ken Matheson who is, uh, you know, is doing bigger and better things at the moment. Uh, and so, you know, I do think that I'm also worried about, you know, if he's going to be able to, you know, stay on uh, uh, to Hallmark for uh, the, the movie series that he does with Alison Sweeney, who plays Sammy on Days of Our Lives. Uh, I think the, the Murder Baker series, if, the, if that's what it's called, if I'm correct, so um, that's uh, in question two. And also, be on the lookout for his availability for General Hospital. And if he, uh, if he somehow exits General Hospital because of this, 
and also other projects he has uh, in mind as well, then, you know, it would not shock me if he does Exit General Hospital. Again, not confirming, I'm just speculating. Uh, because, you know, I do think that uh, great American, with great American media, they do, uh, you know, they do film, you know, their projects, I think, see here I'll just do some quick uh, research uh, you know they do film I think uh, here in in some parts of the states and also uh, I think all in Canada as well so you know that's gonna be a lot of uh, commitment for Cameron Madison to make up and he may not have enough time on General Hospital to do that while playing Drew Kane so if he does exit General Hospital it will most, most likely be because of this and other things that he's doing right now. So be on the lookout for that too. Also, uh, next up here, uh, we have the soap opera ratings for the week of November 13th to 17th, 2023. Uh, they do not have the total viewers here, but they have uh, woman HT49 ca rating category, woman 2545 rating category, and uh, DTA ratings for W1849 and W2554 ratings. Uh, so for the woman to 1849 ratings, uh, YNR gained 0 0.01, BB 0.32 with uh, 0.02 plus, and General Hospital 0.25 plus 0.01, woman 2554 rating, YNR. 0 0.52, negative 0 0.2, BB 0.43, negative 0 0.01, GH 0 0.41, uh, plus 0 0.01. So there you go. So uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to be updated. Uh, also, households of total viewers will be added if and when uh, Soap Opera Network does receive them, since this is the site that we're getting this from. But um, you know, don't be surprised or shocked if any of the soaps are one of the soaps if they either lose viewers and if either uh, the other soaps do gain viewers or just uh, all the soaps lose viewers or the soaps gain viewers. It just mostly goes up and down, but I do think it's very telling about what uh, what shows have gained during you know weeks, weeks of episodes, and it's very uh, really telling about that. So. Be on the lookout for that too. And in our last top story for tonight, uh, actor of my of my sister's keeper, actor Yvonne Ellison's cause of death revealed as accidental fentanyl overdose. Uh, this is from People.com, posted by Benjamin Van Hoos, updated on November 28, 2023, at 2.38 p.m. Eastern Time. And it says, even Ellison's matter of death has been deemed an accident. A 35-year-old former child star known for the 2009 movie My Sister's Keeper and his role on CSIBM was found dead Sunday November 5th inside the bedroom of his residence in Fontana, California. An autopsy was then scheduled for Monday, November 6th. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department coroner has since listed Ellison's matter of death as accidental as of Tuesday, November 28th. A spokesperson for the coroner's department tells people the cause of death was determined to be an accidental fentanyl overdose. 
Seems he previously reported that Allison's father told the outlet the actor struggled with addiction and died in a sober living home. And so, uh, with that, guys, uh, we really want to send our thoughts and prayers out to, you know, his families and loved ones, you know, still, you know, Evan Ellison died, you know, very young, 35 years old, uh, you know, he went through a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of difficulty, you know, trying to stay sober, and, um, I just hope that, you know, Evan is in peace right now and that he's no longer suffering, uh, and I... If you know someone who's in trouble or needs help, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to go, um, don't, don't be afraid to, uh, you know, uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to get in, um, don't be afraid to get, get in contact with those who can help you as well because you're not alone and you deserve the best, the very best. And so, with that, guys, I think that that does that does it for our um, our top stories. And when we come back, we are going to get into um, our recaps on recaps of spoilers on daytime soap operas this week. Kicking it off with, of course, the ABC Lone Sensor General Hospital. So. Sorry about that, guys, with this quick music break. And, but before we do that, let's go to one of our sponsors for tonight, uh, which is tonight's uh, sp sponsors presented by Capital One. What's in your wallet? You might know me from my other job, but I'm a business owner, too. Here at Once Upon a Farm, we chose the new Capital One VentureX business card. With no preset spending limit, our purchasing power adapts to meet our business needs. Love it. And unlimited double miles means we earn more, too. Sweet, right? And when we travel, we get access to over 1,300 airport lounges. I can get used to this. The Capital One VentureX business card. What's in your wallet? Just wanna have freedom Sitting on the corner, 
never been alone, I'm breaking my back for freedom. We are living, get back, we are receiving all the season, we all want to be free. We want freedom. I just want, I want to be, I just want, I want to be, I just want, I want to be, I just stream podcast Nathan spotlight my spotlight for tonight and uh, let's get right into the recaps uh, and spoilers for our um, for our soap operas this week starting off with of course General Hospital and these past couple of weeks uh, we've had the um, conclusions conclusions of some storylines also Thanksgiving episodes of General Hospital which I thought were very well done very good I enjoyed um you know, Thursday's, last Thursday's episode of General Hospital, the Thanksgiving episode, part one, I like to call, where, you know, Eva made her return and had Thanksgiving with uh, her grandparents. Uh, Lowe's mother, Gloria, arrived at the core remains to help the turkey, which, of course, backfired as well. Um, and it was great to see Ellen Travolta back as Gloria, you know, and, um, you know, I did not mind her at, at all. Uh, Valentine also confronted Charlotte with Laura, and we, you could just tell Charlotte, um, you know, you could just tell that for Charlotte, she is frazzled right now. She thinks that Anna is out to get Valentine, uh, out to get, uh, you know, her father, Valentine, which is not true. But right now, she is just all over the place. And, you know, the blame mostly goes on to Valentine. Yes, Anna, you know, yes, she sh probably should have shot Charlotte. But she was in no she was in no win win situation because had it not had not been Charlotte you know it could be anybody and this was this was Charlotte who broke in to I think Anna's place if I'm correct so I can't really blame Anna for trying to protect herself uh, but her going into but Anna going into 
uh, the hospital room to see Charlotte and tell her side of the story was not a good move apart. I know a lot of people got on Elizabeth for how she was speaking to Anna, but for Elizabeth, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She is a nurse. She's a head nurse at Joe Hospital, and she's doing her job. You know, I can't blame Elizabeth for taking action and trying to protect the patient, so to speak. Uh, but most of all, this this is all on Valentine. And, um, you know, I don't blame Anna for trying to want to see him as little as possible. Uh, you know, but I do think at this point, you know, for Valentine, you know, he just he just uh, did not handle all this uh, very well from the beginning, you know. And, you know, now he has to deal with the fallout with uh, Anna not being with him, but also, uh, you know, his troublemaking, coddled daughter who... You know, we don't know what she's going to do next. So hopefully, you know, they can, they can be able to get around that. And then we also had uh, Blaze, today's episode. Wait, not today's episode. Yeah, also we had uh, Christina invited Blaze to lessons for Thanksgiving dinner, uh, which happened as well. Uh, Sasha and Cody got asked by Leo if they were dating, and Sasha pretty much handled it perfectly. How, with how she did. Um, also, we had, uh, you know, Sonny said something was on between Anna and Nina who were, you know, in the middle of a confrontation and a lot of people felt Anna very hypocritical of her talking to Nina about her, you know, I think, um, you know, erasing the, uh, the, the videotape footage from the Metro Court when it comes to protecting Charlotte and Say what you want about Anna, but she has a right to be angry and ticked off at Nina because had Nina not done that, I think, and just to show uh, Valentine and Anna what had happened, I don't think Char I don't think you know, I don't think you know it would have been that bad. It's not like Anna wants Charlotte prosecuted or anything. She just wants her to get some help, uh, Charlotte that is, to get you know some help, most of all. So. And when, when, when Sonya finds out that Nina kept a secret about not just the video footage of Metro Corps that came to Charlotte, but also uh, the SEC call, Sonny is going to be so living with Nina, and I can't say I feel bad for her. Um, on today's episode of General Hospital, Dante got the disturbing news that Austin uh, Gatlin Holt was, was found dead in his home, and so, uh, you know, I think at first Dante figured out, well not figured out, but he thought maybe Sonny, Sonny had something to do with it, but Sonny told him maybe Cyrus has something to do with this as well. And so I think you can expect uh, Dante to be questioning Cyrus, and Cyrus is going to be, I think, devastated. You know, no matter what you think about Cyrus, I do believe he did care for not just Austin, but also Mason too. And Mason, you know, he's been sent to prison, and he is going to be devastated or I'm not sure if he's been sent to prison yet, but uh, he's going to be devastated too to hear that, um, you know, his, uh, I think, cousin or brother, you know, family relative died and was shot, you know. And the question is, who shot, you know, uh, Austin? Uh, some people think it was Sonny. Some people think it was Cyrus. But I think it has something to do with uh, Pikeman or someone who's aligned or working with Pikeman to uh, finish off Austin. Because Austin, like we saw a couple weeks ago, was going to, um, you know, 
confess and give all the details to Dante, but, you know, when he came home to get the information, you know, he was shot and saw someone in his home. So, Austin's dead, and, you know, that's it for Roger Howarth, you know, so we'll see what happens with this, but I do think they should have dealt with this a couple of days before, you know, Thanksgiving, but that's just me. Uh, we had Alexis meeting with Laura also. Mon and TJ having a disagreement over the uh, surrogate story. And Elizabeth tries to reassure Finn who's going through uh, his own issues right now when it comes to the malpractice loss of storyline, which I wish I could care about. But, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to the character of Finn, I just think that, you know, his, um, you know, his character is no longer needed in general hospital. If this is a way to usher him out, then, hey, I'm all for it. I welcome it. And hopefully the character never comes back. Um, but with that, guys, I think I covered most of all everything for uh, General Hospital. Uh, so let's get into uh, our spoilers for the week of the 4th to the 8th. So let me just get those spoilers here. Um, I have them right here from me. I got these on uh, Twitter. So they should be here at some point. Let me just double check. These are spoilers for the week of the 4th to the 8th. Uh, for the first full week of December. Just hang on there, guys. Let me just get the spores here if, if there is any. Because if not, then we'll just move on to uh, commercial break and then the next soap opera. Okay, I don't see the spoilers here for General Hospital for the uh, for the week of the fourth to the eighth. Um, the only thing I know about in some of those spoilers was that for one of them, um, Anna you know talks with Valentine about you know a reveal that you know she found out from Dante. So I think that probably will be when it comes to Charlotte and what 
um, you know, uh, what Anna finds out from uh, Dante when it comes to Charlotte as a whole. Um, so that's the only thing I tell you for the week, for the next couple, uh, next couple of weeks coming up for General Hospital. But I know a lot's going to happen. So with that, guys, we're going to take a quick uh, music break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the young and the restless and what's been going on when it comes to uh, the whole situation with uh, Jordan, uh, Aunt Jordan and Claire. But wait a minute, let me actually give you guys some hints coming up about who could be coming to General Hospital. And I got this from a Daytime Dish. So here we go. Um, now the question was asked to this uh, one insider, are these people who've been on General Hospital before? Brand new characters or returning characters fans know? And he, this person answered, all three have been on the cast before. I'm assuming they're all returning as their previous characters. I don't have story information, but this is what I am assuming. The first I can't imagine being a new character. The second could be a new character, but I believe it will be disappointing long-time viewers. They have to do a lot of re retconning. The third was on the cast for the last, least amount of time, so it could be anyone. <clears throat> but I can't imagine they bring him on to play anyone else. Uh, then um, he got a reply, said thanks. Are you getting rid of anyone else to, play, to pay for these three besides Roger? And this source answered, my assumption is yes. A month ago, I said I, don't, I didn't know where they would get the, the funds. It turns out uh, Roger Howarth was let go. I didn't see that coming. This money has to come from somewhere. And uh, person reply one actor has already started taping. Started taping, excuse me. Another will begin in the end of the next week. The third will begin January. And last, the uh, he was asked, "Is there any females leaving?" And the answer is not that I've heard. So there's going to be a lot of uh, revolving doors coming and going for a general hospital. So um, expect uh, familiar faces coming to general hospital. At some point, and um, you know, I just hope that um, GA Social would do it. With that, guys, we are we're going to take a quick music break. When we come back. We're going to, um, you know, get into the young and the Russes. So, with that, guys, uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this quick music break. So, stay tuned.
to Nathan Wall's Extreme Podcast, Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight for tonight, and let's get into the young and the rosters, and guys, I gotta tell you, uh, both me and Willie have been loving Colleen Zank and um, and all her glory as playing Aunt Jordan, this vicious, vindictive woman who is out for revenge against the Newman family, and also against uh, especially Victor and Nikki, most of all. Uh, and I do think that from the reveals that we've gotten these past, you know, two days, uh, that, you know, it's really personal this time around. Um, if you guys have not seen uh, today's episode, or yesterday's episode of uh, YNR, uh, it was revealed from, from uh, Aunt Jordan that she is a sister of the elder Eve Howard. That is uh, Cole Howard's biological mother. Uh, and that Claire is Cole and Victoria's daughter. The presumed dead baby, Eve the Cole Howard. Uh, Cole was hit on the head with a hammer, and he's been held captive too, uh, along with the Newmans as well. Which, uh, you know, uh, took me by surprise when I saw Cole because a couple of days before this, we saw him entering inside the house and. That was it, you know. So, with that, guys, um, you know, uh, Cole has been it also, is also being held captive by, you know, um, by you know Claire and Aunt Jordan, uh, and, and you know this this uh, storyline is going to end tomorrow on uh, Young Rossus because if you guys haven't seen uh, today's um, episode, uh, except those. Some of those on the um, other end of the country in Canada, you know, uh, this is a spoiler, so you guys don't want to hear it. Pause right here and watch tomorrow's episode of YNR, but uh, the storyline comes to an end when, you know, Claire gets arrested, but Jordan does ex escape, and the way she escapes, uh, and we see her, like, hiding behind some kind of, uh, you know, uh, furnace or something, and she peeks through it, and there's that creepy look. And, you know, you can just tell that uh, this is not going to be the end for Aunt Jordan. She's going to be back. She's going to cause more pain and more destruction when it comes to uh, the Newman family and what happened. Um, also, you know, the story uh, is not over yet, only in Oregon. 
And so remember, Nick was stabbed and all of them were poisoned. You know, um, <clears throat> and there should be a confirmation that Claire is Victoria and Cole's daughter. Though there might be a possibility that the test got tampered and switched with. So be on the lookout for that story too. Uh, Cole behaved to Joe with them as well. Um, and uh, the story will be taking... Unfortunately, the story is going to take a pause. Uh, and we got Sheriff of the Summer coming up next. Yay, goody, I don't really give a damn. Uh, Sheriff of the Chance about Summer. Don't care about that. <clears throat> All that fluff or whatever. But uh, yeah, the Newmans, I think, was uh, poison. And they should be getting the antidote at some point. Uh, but we'll see what happens from here on out. So with that, guys, I think I covered everything. Uh, oh, yeah, Kyle might return to Jabal. So there's that. Uh, also, this is from uh, Miller Thomas Scott, previews Nikki's ongoing fight to escape Claire, by Michael Maloney for TV Guide Magazine and TVSR.com. And it says here, <clears throat> quoting a few snippets, Nikki's a fighter, so we will see her do her very best to escape Claire's and her partner in crime clutches, Scott shares. Nobody crosses Nikki Duba, so Nikki looks forward to teaching Claire the lesson sooner rather than later. Nikki's captors take Lee and threaten her family, which makes Nikki fearful for their safety. Scott previews, however, Nikki doesn't <clears throat> does know that Victor will stop enough once he learns that Nikki is in peril. Is there hope that the best choir daytime TV can be seen by Christmas? Quote, things will get much worse for Nikki before they get better, Scott teases. So there will be lots to cry about. For the full interview, uh, read this link, uh, tvcenter.com uh, slash 111605 uh, slash the young and the restless Molly Thomas Scott, Nikki Escape Claire. So make sure I check out the interview. And let's get into these spoilers for the rest of this week. And if there's no spoilers for next week, then there's no spoilers for next week at all. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday, November 29, 2023, CBS, Victor defends Nikki at all costs. Jordan and Claire stand their ground. Thursday, November 30, 2023, uh, Jack keeps Billy in line. Diane interferes in Kyle's love life. Abby questions Ashley about her friends with Tucker. Friday, December 1st, 2023, Sharon helps Chance make a poor decision. Ashley tries to keep the pace, the peace. And Audrey questions Kyle's loyalty. And when we come back, we're going to get into the bold and the beautiful. So stay tuned, guys. we got more coming up right here on Willie Nathan's Extreme Podcast. Nathan's Spotlight, my spotlight. So uh, we'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned.
podcast in the spotlight my spot for tonight guys and we are now heading to Los Angeles for the bold and the beautiful um, so you know most of all uh, this week for um, you know bold and beautiful uh, you know th- we're still focusing on you know the whole thing and situation when it comes to Eric Forster and everything else and um, I have to say I, I have no issue with the acting, but I do feel that the episodes are coming off a bit dry here and there, so, you know, not really a lot has happened, uh, but I do know one thing, we'll be gearing up for the return of Thorne Forster, played by Winsor Harmer, and uh, Bridget Forster, played by Ashley Jones, coming up, I think, uh, next week, for both Tuesday and Wednesday, so, um, you know, we will uh, be able to look up for that. Um, uh, out on. Uh, also casting notes for Bold and Beautiful, Tuesday, November twenty eighth. Uh, Jang reappears as Lila, the Forster model. She first appeared in Eric Rich Fashion Contest a few weeks ago, and tomorrow, Wednesday, November 29th, Justin Davis reappears as Doctor Carla Colby's Eric's doctor. So, be on look out for that <clears throat> tomorrow. Uh, let's get into uh, the spoilers for uh, this week. The spoilers this week. Okay. It says here for tomorrow, Wednesday, November 29th, 
Separately, Rage and RJ struggle with, with their guilt over Eric. Eric has a health scare at the Forrester CEO's office. Thursday, November 30th, 2023, uh, Donna bottles Eric Stewart's creation of a, of a signature line. Stephanie, Rage, and Brooke double down on staying united. Friday, December 1st, 2023, Eric decides to host a grand gala in honor of his legacy and last collection. Stephanie tells the family they will do whatever it takes to keep Eric happy, even if they have to pretend to withhold information. Also, regarding the spoiler for Wednesday, November 29th, simply Richard RJ struggle with the girl of Eric. I think that means they each struggle, but not together. Rich struggles with feeling guilt, and simply RJ struggles with feeling guilt too. Um, so when we come back from we come back from a previous break, we are going to get into our last soap opera, the days of our lives, as we head into Salem, uh, and what's been going on as of late for uh, <clears throat> for the people uh, in Salem. So let's get into that. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, one more thing for uh, more beautiful teaser. Uh, someone will be blackmailed to seduce Deacon. Be on the lookout for that too. Also, uh, Thomas Mike is heartbroken. My hope uh, at some point, if it does happen, then it'll be unfortunate, but also be on the lookout for that too. And when we come back, we're going to get into the days of our lives. So uh, stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> 
Extreme podcast, Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight, and the last one we're gonna get into is Days of Our Lives. Um, you know, I have to say, I do feel bad for Everett. He does feel like a very genuinely a decent, great guy, and maybe he's a bit too uh, smitten with Stephanie, where it's kind of uncomfortable. But they do have history, and uh, you know, had he not had the uh, incident, I think they might have been married by now. You know, he seems to be a guy who is willing to commit, um, you know, and we had Steve and John coming back from uh, Italy to, um, we have Steve and John coming back from Italy, and, uh, you know, we have mostly, I think, Steve come back, well, not Steve uh, coming back, but both Steve and John did come back, but in today's episode, we just saw Steve, you know, talking to Maggie and warning her about uh, Constantine, so, uh, you know, and so, um, you know, um, no, um, not talking to Maggie, but, uh, he was talking to Kayla and, uh, Kayla and, uh, Stephanie about, okay, so with Kayla and, uh, Sarah about Constantine and he could be a fraud, but, you know, Sarah, you know, was, was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to, you know, uh, Constantine, quote, unquote, Saving, you know, his daughter, uh, saving their daughter, her daughter, Victoria, and uh, Steve pretty much countered that, uh, you know, unless Constantine had an accomplice or a partner in crime. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> also, we had Teresa blasting Constantine for his actions, but you know, Teresa really has no room to, to judge. Um, has no room to, uh, you know, judge. Um, Constantine, because, you know, she's a willing participant, a part of this whole thing, too, so uh, I don't feel that bad for Teresa, unfortunately. Then we also had um, Dimitri confined slow yesterday, and that was, to me, the highlight of yesterday's episode, and you know, uh, Dimitri threatened so that he was going to basically, quote-unquote, sit like a canary and tell, basically, everyone the truth about what she did. Uh, we also had Jada offering Leo a deal. Safada and Ava making a devious plan. Also, Nicole asking, uh, <clears throat> Nicole had some very, uh, sneaky and suspicious, suspicious, along with EJ Prince waiting for answers. And again, I gotta give it to Ariana Zucker for playing this role right, um, you know, uh, when it comes to the storyline with the, uh, baby switch, because she, uh, let me sure I had this right. Um, she, yesterday she had, like, this baby bundle in her hand, in her arms, or whatever, and you know, uh, she went, she bumped into Eric, and Eric was like looking at her, strange, or whatever. And Nicole was going on and on about, oh, that's my, this is our baby, this is my baby, this is my baby. I know it's him and all, and it just made me feel so bad for Nicole. And you know, uh, I do think that with uh, the storylines, we're going to get, you know, I think that this will be, this will last up until I'll say, um, Maybe most of all May. That's when the reveals will happen for a story a storyline like this. Unfortunately, 
but I think with under the uh, upcoming strike episodes written under Sherry Anderson and her team of five core writers, uh, I, I don't think that this will be a a uh, a snooze fest this week. I think it will. I think she'll do a very fine job with the uh, the writing, and we'll see where it leads us to. But hopefully, it'll be very good because. You know, these past couple of months for uh, Days of Lives, especially, uh, you know, November Sweeps, it's been good, but not great. And that's, I think, uh, has to do with the influence of the fired uh, executive producer, in my opinion. But with that, guys, let's get to the spoilers for the rest of this week and heading into next week for <clears throat> uh, Days of Our Lives. So... Tomorrow, Wednesday, November 29th, Steve lays out his wishes to Kayla and Sarah. Xander overhears Alex and Teresa. Kayla courses Sarah about her feelings for Xander. And a romantic evening is disrupted by bad news. Excuse me. Thursday, Thursday November 30th, Nicole apologizes to Holly. Dimitri threatens to spill the beans. Eric tells Marlena about his running with Nicole. Teresa presses Alex about the relationship. Friday, December 1st, the opinion test heightens tensions. Sloan tries to free a suspect. EJ glows to Leo. Tate intervenes between Chanel and Johnny. Alright, let's get to spoilers for uh, December 4, 2023. And uh, these are spoilers from uh, buzzworthyradiocast.com. And soaps.shenows.com too. So, also Soap Hub as well. Uh, these are the ones I have for BuzzRallyRadioCast.com. First one, for the, for the week of December 4th. Nicole anticipates the results of the DNA test. Holly tells Johnny a big lie. So, attempts to stop Eric from viewing DNA, the DNA results. Everett and Stephanie make a shocking discovery. Alex and Teresa run into Maggie and Constantine. Tate makes progress with romance. Monday, December 4th, Dimitri receives a surprise visitor. Tuesday, December 5th, Slow attempts to stop Eric from viewing the DNA results. Stefan shares his plans with Ava. Wednesday, December 6th, Everett and Stephanie make a shiny discovery. Thursday, December 7th, Stephen John find a big clue. Friday, December 8th, Leo was stunned by Dimitri's re uh, re revelation. Then <clears throat> uh, next next spoilers for Monday, December 4, 2023. Nicole anticipates results of DNA test. Tuesday, December 5, 2023. Dimitri debates turning himself in. Wednesday, December 6, 2023. Harris and Ava have their first date. Thursday, December 7, 2023. Stephanie confronts Chad. Rafe has a poor question for Jada. Friday, December 8, 2023. Johnny has a surprise with Chanel. That's the last spoiler for the week of uh, December 4th to the 8th. And so with that, guys, let's take our last quick commercial break for our episode tonight. When we come back, we will get into uh, some, uh, a couple of last things I wanted to cover and get over. Also give a heads up, too, as well. And um, we'll be right back. So uh, stay tuned, guys.
stream podcast and this is spotlight my spotlight and uh before we get out of it guys let me just uh give you guys a heads up um this is from wsbtv.com uh, and uh general hospital to air overnight on wsb tv by wsbtv.com new staff posted november 28th 2023 at 19 a.m eastern um this morning this is for those in the Atlanta area. Programming note, due to the coverage of the Rosalind Car Memorial Service, General Hospital air 1.35 a.m. Wednesday morning on Channel 2. So if you guys uh, in that area have not seen General Hospital today, you guys should uh, check it out tomorrow again at 1.35 a.m. Wednesday morning on Channel 2. So there you go with that uh, reminder. Uh, also, this other top story I've got to cover um, I forgot to cover, uh, you know, last, uh, you know, uh, when, I, uh, when the show first started, I want to make sure I get to this as well. Uh, but, uh, apparently, uh, some adult was arrested at Disney, Disneyland for stripping naked on a ride. And I gotta say, you know, people are, these days are very disgusting guys, I don't understand why, you know, someone or some of you or anyone would do that, you know, because all you're doing is bringing in negative attention and, you know, you deserve to be arrested and pay the price for it. You do stupid stuff, you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. And I don't mean that in the most positive way. So, uh, you know, people, we, we, we got to do better. 
we have to bear it. We gotta think first before we act, so to speak. Uh, so there you go. And with that, guys, that will do it for um, both me, not me, but that will do it for uh, me tonight for uh, Nathan Will the Stream Podcast. Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight. Uh, I had a great time doing this episode, this show as always, and um, we'll see you guys uh, next week, uh, either by myself doing another spotlight. Or if really as well, I don't. I'm not sure if we're gonna do a um, a uh, weekend edition of our show. But if we do, then you guys will be the first ones to uh, uh, to hear from us. Uh, if you guys want to reach out, both me and Willie on social media, mostly on Twitter. You guys can go to Willie's Twitter um, will, at uh, at Willie's UPW. Again, that's at Willie's UPW. Uh, Willie's U Podcast on Twitter for Willie himself. And as for me, you guys will go to my Twitter uh, at MoneyMac101. Again, it's at MoneyMac101. The symbol at capital M-O-N-E-Y M-A-C with the numbers 101. Nathan Banks line Jason Forever. There's a picture with, with uh, Jason Salmon there. That's me on Twitter. So you guys want to Reach out to me on Twitter through DM. Go right ahead. And uh, again, thank you guys for uh, listening, listening and hearing this uh, podcast for tonight. Um, with that, guys, uh, this isn't signing out. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening, night, uh, day, morning, afternoon, whenever and wherever you, you listen to this, wherever you, you are listening to this uh, podcast from. And I am out. To hear, guys. I'll see you guys again next week. Uh, and don't forget, guys, uh, we might do a weekend edition of our podcast. So, as always, stay tuned and take care, guys. Bye. You gotta smile so bright And now you're cool being a kind of I'm holding you so tight And now you're cool being a kind of The way you slip me at my feet And now you're cool being a blue And baby sounds so sweet And now you're cool being some perfume Well, you could have been anything you wanted to I can tell you